Hi, everybody, and welcome to another edition of This Week in APA, and happy first week of February to everybody. Coming back to you uh, with just a little bit of an informational uh, podcast, we're going to have John Herson back on. He wants to tell us about uh, the new products that are available for purchase uh, at the APA store uh, starting in February, and since this is the first week of February, I want to get that out there. It'll be a short one. It's short for John and I, that's for sure. Uh, and then uh, we'll get to uh, other podcasts. Uh, hopefully uh, I can uh, get a schedule for a few guests that I'm uh, hunting down. And uh, it looks like that a couple of those are, are almost in the fold. So uh, I'll be getting a couple of new podcasts out uh, in the month of February as well. My Bengals are in the Super Bowl. Actually, I can't call them my Bengals. I'll John and I talk a little bit about that, so I can't take credit for the Bengals. But uh, nonetheless, Super Bowl up and coming. Uh, We'll talk a little bit about the uh, um, pre-play that uh, we will do and hopefully get out to you. Uh, A number of of different players usually get involved in that, and and we'll see if we can track them down and get you some information there. So uh, just going to go ahead and get this short little podcast out of the way. John Herson will be along shortly, and so... uh, uh, stay tuned. I know you're going to want to hear the information. Of course, John and I go off track a little bit, but uh, sometimes that can be fun. Good morning, John Herson. Hey there, AFC champion man. How you doing? <laughs> it wasn't me. I had absolutely nothing to do with it. I was eating chicken wings and drinking beer, so I uh, well, you, didn't you have know, much to do. Were you uh, with all your buddies from Monday Night Football? I was not. I was not. We did not have a, a Monday. Now, we may put together a Super Bowl party. We are known to do that. And, uh, and I, with the Bengals being in it, I think that uh, is a high uh, probability that that would happen. So we'll, we'll see. I'll, I'll keep you posted. Hey, well, I, I, is- might do a, I might do a podcast from the party if we have. There you go. There you go. <laughs> well, how uh, are you on this first day of February? It's the last day of January. Uh, is it the 31st today? Yeah. <laughs> That's is what it's like to be retired, great? John Erson. When, when you're working, you got to know what day it is. When you are not, you don't care. It's, it's Well, <laughs> I, I usually don't even know what day of the week it is. But yeah, uh, yeah, in the bottom yeah. right-hand corner of my computer, it has the date and time. There you go. <laughs> so otherwise, you go. I wouldn't know either. So <laughs> why don't you tell folks a little bit about this Monday night group you've been part of for all these years. We've talked about it before on the podcast. I, 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 nobody, people don't want to hear, uh, uh, old tales. I mean, uh, just to briefly, for those who have not, uh, I've been, I uh, forgot the number of years. That's why I'm asking. I've, uh, <laughs> all you have to do is ask that. Uh, we've been doing this. Uh, actually I've been a part of this since 1979, I believe. Um, but the guys who uh, are, are, are in it still, and, and they actually began, uh, I believe, two years prior to that in uh, 1977, possibly even 1976. But, um, yeah, so we get together every Monday night. We go to a different uh, – the guys that are involved. We usually get about a dozen, uh, a dozen guys, and we've been doing it uh, for, what is that, 40-some years. You said you started in 77, right? Uh, I, well, the, the group started in 77, maybe even 76. 
Um, but yeah, we uh, we've been a part of it uh, uh, since seventy. I, I'm I'm thinking seventy eight uh, because we would have been. You know what? I take that back. I'm no wait a minute. Let me. I'm getting my dates mixed up. They began. Um, I believe the first year that Monday Night Football came on the air, and if I'm not mistaken, that was '74. Um, but uh, we started a couple years later. See, the guys in the group, a couple of them, uh, not more than a couple, there's probably half a dozen of them who were two, two years older than me. So they were uh, able to come up with alcohol uh, more freely than we were. So uh, they were they were having some beers and snacks. Uh, uh, prior to us becoming a part of it, then they invited us. But we had been friends um, uh, for years. We uh, we hung out together and, and played basketball and, and, and football together. And uh, so it was just a matter of, of getting that started. And by God, it's never stopped. Now, is there any truth to the rumor that the only reason they invited you younger guys was to be the designated drivers to get everybody <laughs> home? Uh, during those times, John, we drove regardless of whether we uh, should have been designated or not. That was the problem. Uh, but, uh, but the way that, but the way the, the, uh, the law enforcement was back then, they were very, very lenient. They'd find that you, you know, were drinking, they'd stop you and they'd say, if you have any beer, dump it all out. And whoever's the most sober drive home. And I, honest to God, that's how they did. And they would follow you home. So, you know, it was, it was a different time, a different era. Um, I never would um, promote drinking and driving uh, uh, in any sense. But uh, uh, back then, you know, it, you were more able to do it and get away with it. Now, is there any truth to the rumor that you started providing this driver's service when you were like 14? <laughs> Actually, more like 12. Oh, you're talking about driving or drinking? No. Oh, I'm sorry. I got that confused. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, it's it's a fun group. Uh, you know, we to us, we're all brothers, and uh, uh, we're we're getting a little long in the tooth, and a lot of uh, uh, medical maladies have have uh, come upon us. But uh, it's like I said, I think I've said this before too. We have to limit talk of medical issues to the first quarter. You can't talk about anything medical after the first quarter. Well, I can say if it's your Bengals, they don't really start playing until the yeah. second half. Uh, how about that? How about how about that? Who would have thought that the Bengals, and, and well, the Rams? I think the Rams, uh, you know, they set themselves up for this with the deals they made and the draft picks that they traded away for the last few years. Really, um, they've been setting themselves up for this. But uh, who would have thought the Bengals would be in there ahead of the? The, the, the uh, Chiefs and the Packers. And, uh, yeah, you, know, you, had, you had to go there. I've just about gotten over that, and you had to go back to that. <laughs> well, Thanks, look, you got to, hey, how, hey, I've been suffering for 31 years. You, you not wanting to talk about the Packers. Uh, uh, but it was, I, you know, I, the, the games, I don't watch a whole lot of NFL football. And, and if I'm going to be honest, and I'm going to be, uh, I love. I mean, I, I gave up on the Bengals, uh, I guess it was maybe three, four years ago. Um, I said, I'm not going to root for the Bengals anymore. Well, I didn't say I wasn't going to root for the Bengals. I wasn't going to support the Bengals uh, because they were just a horrible franchise. I mean, I, I, I Mike Brown, I still think. And w- did you see Mike Brown? He looks like a flasher, doesn't he? 
He's got what? the long he's got the long trench coat with the ball cap, disheveled looking, and and that that's the owner of the Bengals. Uh, well, you know. here here was my reaction. There, I've got two, but one I'm not going to share because some may think it's political. Did he know where the hell he was? <laughs> well. He, it's been so well. The fact that he found himself uh, uh, on the stage for the AFC Championship uh, uh, trophy, I'm sure he didn't know where he was. But uh, uh, but yeah, he's and and I loved I loved it when they showed when they showed the two shots of his box and the Kansas City owner's box, and it was just Mike and some random woman sitting two rows below him. That was all that was in the box. And then Kansas City, the place was full. They were up and, and having a good time. And that's it. That that That's Mike Brown in a nutshell. And, you know, I've heard people talk about Mike Brown. And from a distance, they say that uh, I can't, I don't agree with anything he does. I think he's hanging on for too long. He won't give up the general manager's position. He should, blah, blah, blah. But they say when they meet the guy, he couldn't be nicer, more. Uh, very thoughtful, uh, 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 very humble, and uh, you know, and 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 that's from some of his worst critics. One of them being Marty Brenneman, who said that he he never had anything good to say about Mike Brown, but when uh, he was invited to go to lunch with him, he did, and he said he could not be a nicer a nicer guy. So I, you know, I mean, I just think he has, I just think he has an agenda, and, and well, agenda sounds kind of. Uh, a little strong, but he, but he has a way of running his franchise and he runs it like a business. And a lot of times business uh, does not allow you to go out and spend a whole lot of money on free agents and to get a team that can win. You're going to make money in the, in the NFL, no matter what you do. But and Mike Brown knows that. And so he figures, Hey, you know, if we lose, we still make money. If we win, we still make money. We might even make less money if we win. So let's, you know, let's just play it out as we always have. And Mike Brown has never been one to go out and, and buy talent. He, uh, through the draft, which has been in most cases, except for maybe the last three or four years, terrible. Um, and some of that is just happenstance. The other part is that they just don't prepare. So uh, anyway, uh, you know, I, I kind of jumped off the, the Bengal uh, uh, fan uh, bus. Uh, but I, I said when they, when they drafted uh, Joe Burrow, he's a local kid. He's up in, from Athens, Ohio. Um, uh, and I, I said, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to root for him. I'm going to hope they win, but I can't take credit for being a long-suffering uh, uh, Bengal. I am a long-suffering Bengal fan, but I gave up on him a few years ago, so I got a cop to that. Well, I, I, uh, it, I'm kind of changing topics here just a little bit, but I think uh, the owner of the Colorado Rockies should talk to Mike Brown because last week in the face-to-face meetings with the Player Association, the, the Rockies owner was complaining about how tough times are and how hard it is to run a franchise yeah. and all these increased costs and security in COVID. Sell yeah. your team. Yeah. So if you can't somebody make money, shame <laughs> on you. Sell the team, you yeah. know, yeah. Uh, just, but I didn't mean do the Brown. And I don't mean, we're not going to focus just on, on the uh, banks, yeah. trust me, uh, or not. But uh, 
do, do the Browns family have any other businesses or is it strictly the Bengals? Uh, to my knowledge, no, it's, it's just the Bengals. And, you know, I mean, this has been in the family since 1968. Um, you know, Paul Brown uh, was the one that, that uh, uh, gave birth to the franchise. Of course, he was a longtime Cleveland Brown. He gave birth to the Cleveland Brown franchise um and uh and came along and and started when the expansion came he you know he really uh was out of football and came back and and uh, took ownership of of the Bengals was their first head coach and now that was a football man right there uh i have the most utmost respect uh, uh to a guy who you know, certainly uh, is a hall of famer and really put this this team and this city is professional football city on the map. And, uh, but yeah, I, I think it's, uh, I think it's strictly the only family business that they have. Okay. As far as I know. Right. Um, well, you know what the really big news out of yesterday yeah. uh, games is I'm announcing it here first, exclusively on this week in ABBA podcast. The teams that will be in the 2022 football game set are Georgia, Alabama, Los Angeles Rams, and Cincinnati. And I'm proud to say that this is the first time since we've gone to that format that the Bengals will be included in the game set. John, I, I don't really ask for much. You know that I, I, I don't. You, you very kindly and generously send me product. Uh, occasionally, but I am definitely going to request that I get that that set, just so I can uh, put it in in plastic or in glass or something and mount it up there. But uh, yeah, I know, hard to believe, uh, hard to believe for Cincinnati fans. Uh, you know, it, it it seems like there's a real changing of the guard this year, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. With, You're right. You know, I mean, Mahomes has been there for a few years, but Josh Allen. Uh, you know, Burroughs, uh, you know, these young quarterbacks, we'll have to see what happens. But, you know, yeah. uh, you know, Mac Jones, it sounds like Brady is going to retire. Um, yeah. I read somewhere that he can't retire until the fifth of the month because he has a $20 million bonus and 15 yeah. of that is paid if he's on the roster on the fourth, which is yeah. understandable. Sure. Uh, who knows what Rodgers is going to do? Uh you know, but it seems, and that's good. That's good. There's yeah. a changing of the guard and other teams, uh, you know, new teams in there, uh, you know, so it's exciting times and it, you know, it, we'll, it, we'll see what is. happens. And, and Stafford is, is a Chicago, is a Georgia boy. Yeah. And he has always been a class act. Yeah. He really uh, has, he really. You know, especially the people that know him uh, close, you know, he's never whined, uh, the most outrageous thing he did when he was in college was he was photographed uh, shirtless at the Talladega 500 one year, and he was hoisting an empty beer barrel to get another one in. <laughs> <laughs> well, who hasn't done that? <laughs> well, you, well, if you can lift it, I mean, yeah, right. a pony or a quarter, but uh, you know, <laughs> so he, you know, he, he seems like a good guy. His his wife yeah. had some health issues recently, and yeah. You know, they're going about it. They've got some kids. Uh, he didn't whine about playing in Detroit. Uh, sure. And he went for there. Uh, 
while we're talking about ABBA for a few minutes, since this is this week in yeah, ABBA, I, I was going to say uh, here is here is the uh, tentative uh, product release schedule All right. for February. Uh, tomorrow we will put in the store uh, the 1969 Pro Football Set, uh, AFL and NFL. Uh, Ladies Golf 2021 will go into the store, and we have a new golf course that will also go in the store. Uh, on the 8th, we will put in the uh, Bats 3 expansion. The uh, You'll be able to buy the, the – there's 18 changes, 18 new players. are mm-hmm. Not necessarily new because some of the players, we just chose a different season for them. Uh, you'll be able also at that time to get just the 18 additional cards. And then the baseball game set 2021 with the final four teams – uh, will be available in the store. Uh, next couple are tentative, but pretty much locked in stone, I think. Uh, on the 15th, it'll be the 2021 uh, Major League Soccer set. On uh, the 22nd, it should be the 2021 College New Year's Six card set. And that is, that'll take, excuse me, That'll take us through the month of February then. Uh, a little bit for everybody. Yeah. And, uh, and we, we'll go from there. So that's what's what's coming up. Uh, hockey, will, we're just going to release the uh, 21-22 season whenever that finishes. That should be available around the convention probably. So it'll be a lot of football, uh, baseball or two. Uh, Soccer will start picking up with the conclusions of the European season in uh, May. Right. Uh, so it's, um, you know, we're excited. Got some product out there. Sounds uh, good. And, and and so I really was kind of correct about being the first of February. You're talking about February product releases. So uh, yep. we're a little one day ahead of schedule, but that ain't bad. Tomorrow's February 1st. That's uh, right. And we are, we are pretty much current. On 2021 orders uh, for both the cards and the BBW uh, mm-hmm. files or disc, uh, a couple of comments. Uh, we process the orders in the order received, but if we have an issue with an order, we don't stop processing orders behind that. Yeah, uh, That's just how we do it. And then when we get time or whatever, we go back to it. Yeah. Uh, we're not sending out notices that your credit card was declined. Uh, we are not answering, where's my order? Uh, we have the Pitney Bowes system that I've talked about many times before. And if you've got your spam filter set up some way, it goes to spam. Or if we don't have the correct email address, it's going to go to that email address automatically. Uh, we've had some people say, I didn't get a confirmation. That means whatever email address you have on file isn't working. Let, and, let, let me ask you this. Do you need a last name to get an order? That would be useful. Um, Good. When, Good. When, Just you, when you have an issue about customer support, we need your name, your full name, and your order number. Uh, we'll get emails saying, where's my order? And... Uh, we don't know. We can't answer that. We we yeah. need your order number, the order number from the Yahoo store, and we need your full name. Um, post the postal service. Uh, 
for a while it seemed like they were getting you know better they are really struggling now uh places like seattle uh just had somebody who said it's been sitting there for a week in seattle that's not unusual uh you know we had a customer ordered and the first order got in two days five weeks later he ordered and a month later still hadn't gotten it and it came the following week uh they are struggling there's no doubt about that uh and i know it's frustrating you know my buddy got this in two days because the vast, vast majority of them, priority mail, are usually there in two to three days. But, you know, for example, uh, the Postal Service, while they didn't make a big deal about it, they're not shipping to Australia or New Zealand. There's like 20 mm. countries they're not shipping to right now. They go, it's a res- they say it's a resource issue in COVID. Uh, I, I figure, I assume everybody is tired of COVID, but it still has effects. Yeah. And we may see further effects uh, in, you know, with product or packaging, whatever, sure. you know, as the year goes by. I mean, you just you just got to stay on top of it. But ABBA has no special influence with the Postal Service. And you, the best thing for you to do is contact your local post office. Got it. Uh, and here's what they will tell you. Contact the shipper. <laughs> and you just go back to your local post office. We had a gentleman who uh, was very nice about it. Uh, sent us a picture and one of the edges of the box it looked like it, it had been somehow, I don't know how it got open, but the card set was gone. There wasn't a card in there. Wow. And, uh, but they, the, to the, to USPS's credit, they admitted that they lost it on their watch. You know, because everyone assumes, well, you you know, you, you screwed up and you sent out. We don't send out packages that don't yeah. have the card sets or have an open-ended box. That's not how we do it. And I don't think any mail order merchant does that either. No. Uh, you know, it just got damaged in shipment. And frankly, I'm a little surprised that maybe it shouldn't happen more often. I don't know. Um, but, you know, the local people... You know, like any large organization, they'll start pointing fingers at each other. But my guys here say, we don't know what happened. It left here. Right. And that's the end of their contact with it. And that doesn't make it wrong or right. But we don't have any special influence. None at all. Uh, We've noticed that orders to Canada are taking longer. I think that's a custom issue. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, we are all somewhat, you know... We need to wait for, you know, your mail carrier or somebody sorting in a room somewhere or whatnot, and uh, or a customs agent. And don't yeah. get me wrong; I know people think, "Well, you're just ragging on the postal service." Two years in college after my finals during the Christmas season, I worked in I worked during the Christmas rush, and obviously that was much more manually oriented. But I know it, it's hard. Yeah, it it's does. Hard. It is. It and, is. And, and I know. Get it right. And I know customs are tough because my wife, Trish, works for DHL and she's in exports. And she says it is a real mess uh, going through customs because, you know, they're shipping to to countries all across the world. Uh, uh, And of course, you know, Canada is a a country. (laughs) It's not part of the United States. So you still got to pay us customs. and, And it is it is becoming a real logger jam. 
And they're all shorthanded too. I mean, sure it, it, yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. It seems very obvious that almost every business is short is yep. shorthanded. Uh, that uh, and you know, I mean, I won't bore you with my direct TV story. They blame it on shortage of people. Uh, yeah. It might be AT and T, but that's that's for a different day. Uh, so, John, it's. March, February 1st, roughly. Right. That's what I said. All right. So pitchers and catchers, or as Deb calls them, scratchers and spitters, <laughs> right. are supposed to report in what, two weeks? Uh, yeah, usually around the 23rd, 24th. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, three weeks then. Yeah. Uh, so what are your expectations regarding the lockout? Uh, not good. Um, you know, from what I hear, they meet. Nothing really gets accomplished. They throw a few things out there. I, I think, uh, I, I, you know, I hate to say it, but, you know, I think we're in for uh, a long, cold, unthawed spring. Uh, uh, I, you know, I don't know, John, quite frankly, I, you know, and you and I have talked about this before, I've kind of lost interest in, in modern day baseball, I love the history of baseball and, and APA allows me to go back and, and play old, old seasons and, and, and just enjoy that and not have to deal with all of this. And, you know, uh, I've said many times before, I, I understand there's a reason for the players union and, and the owners and, and, you know, everybody has a little bit of fault in all of this, but, you know, it, it, I, I don't see this getting solved. Um, I really don't see it getting solved before the start of the season. I think it'll be shortly thereafter. I think spring training is is going to be um, – I, I don't even think there will be a spring training. I, uh, Trish and I were looking at going down to spring training with some friends uh, or going to Arizona, and we thought, what's the point? I mean – we can still go out to Arizona and do some things out there, but baseball, I don't think, is going to be one of them. Yeah. Well, my personal preference, having done both, is Florida's got the beaches. <laughs> well, we go to Florida quite often to have, uh, you know, a, a, a spring training facility uh, within uh, a half hour of where of where we are down there. And, uh, in fact, two twins and the Red Sox. And, yep. Uh, you know, I, I – I, but I just don't, I, I don't know. I, you know, and again, I, I got to plead ignorance to this because I really don't, I don't have a vested interest in, in what happens. Uh, I, I just hear things and, and uh, see and read news reports, but from what I've read and seen, it doesn't look good. Um, any you know excitement? Frustrating John though, really. I mean, and all, and, and I know you got a thought on it, but, it's they knew this was coming you know they knew this was coming a year in advance people were even saying oh you know 2022 i don't know you know they know it's coming but they just let it go and well we'll we'll get the and we're, we're really almost ground zero well there certainly seems to be no sense of urgency uh, yes. So, what is what will replace baseball as your spring sport? 
1964 Apple baseball replay. Okay. So that's all. Know, I, I, that replaces my lack of interest in football. That, <laughs> that replaces everything. Uh, I, you know, here's the fun. I had a dream last night, John. This is true. I had a dream last night. It was very vivid. I was talking with my friend, Ken Kraft, in my dream. And I said, Ken, if you need a player or if you need an owner for any of your modern day leagues, let me know. I, I might be interested in, in doing it again since I'm retired. And I woke up startled out of the dream and I thought, what am I thinking? I got my 64 replay to play. I got to get it done. I'm seven years in. What am I doing? I, I got to concentrate. on that. So this is what I do. Now that I'm retired, I don't think about work. I don't think about uh, uh, co-workers. I don't think about bosses. I think about my APA play. You know, why would I think about doing a modern-day league and having to deal with all that when I got a replay to do? So that, you know, that's just an example. Uh, so, you know, tell the people what it's like. You've been retired now for, what, five, six weeks? Uh, well, my official retirement date was January 1st, but I, uh, I my last day of work was mid-December, uh, December 17th, actually, because of Christmas break. So, yeah, I've been, uh, you know, I've been lounging uh, for, you know, six weeks, um, officially retired for four. And, and I said this to a friend of mine, and it's true. I, until two weeks ago, I was not comfortable with being retired. And what, and what I mean by not comfortable was that I just couldn't get into a routine. I just felt like something was off. Something was missing. I, I, I thought that, you know, I was thinking, man, I, I should be feeling, you know, great and everything's fine. And I, I just didn't feel it. And then all of a sudden, uh, like last week, the beginning of last week, it all came together and was like, okay, this is what I do. I get up at around 7, 7.30. I make coffee. I go make breakfast for Trish and myself. And then I go about my day. I get some of my replay and I play a little. Now I'm into a routine. And, and I think that's human nature, whether you're yes. working or whether you're retired or whether you're on vacation, you need to have a routine. And I think a lot of people don't understand that. And it bothers a lot of people. They wonder, well, what's wrong with me? It's not. You just got to find that routine that works for you. That's retirement advice from John Asselon. That is. Next time we meet, John will be talking about uh, dating advice. And by the way, this is all free for uh, the APA community. I, I don't I don't give this away normally. So you know, if you're if you're part of the podcast, you get the, you get it all for free. You, you are you are just that generous a guy. Connie just walked in and said she heard it. We're doing a podcast. You want to add anything? Yeah, Connie, what come? You're, you run the show. What's going on over there? Are things running uh, we have We have IT people in here trying to uh -oh. find out why our, none of our systems work right now. We have 100 packages to be shipped that we can't put. And we have an issue with the alarm system, and they're supposed to be here Friday, and they're not here yet. So maybe we can fuse the Fridays. But we yeah. thought it was a Friday in January. Yeah, well, you know, that's, that's, well, so things are running smoothly then. That's typically smoothly. Uh, hey, well, listen, I, I, I can't stay long. I got to go. I got a podiatrist appointment. My foot has been bothering me, so I'm going to get that checked out. But before we go, I know people are, are wanting to know. We started out. Are you talking to, what, who, are you talking to somebody else now? The boss had a question for me. Oh, okay, Connie. That's so, okay. If it's uh, Connie, I'm okay. Yeah. 
But, um, uh, but are we going to get a replay of the Super Bowl? The pre-play, I should say. A pre-play. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, Ray Dunlop coordinates that. We've had between eight and ten uh, coaches each year. Yeah. And uh, what is great about that, it, you know, my humble opinion, is everybody uses a different either the master game or the basic mm-hmm. game. Yeah. Uh, football defensive play cards, their system. You know, uh, Ray Dunlop is, it uses a quota system. Um, so you get, you know, you get a variety of ways that the game can be played. And they've done really well. Um, the first year we did it, it was just Ray. And he did it, um, it was the Carolina-Denver Super Bowl. All right. And Ray did it the morning of, and he sent out email updates, like every quarter. Yeah, and it was great. It was yeah. it was better than the pregame show. <laughs> and, and Ray nailed the winner, Denver, and the margin, which is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and you know, Carolina was heavily favored, but when we were making the cards for Ray, uh, it was obvious that you know, yeah, they had one. Carolina had one loss, but they hadn't played the schedule that the quality sure. of teams that Denver did. Yeah. Uh, last year, I believe it was, it was a tie in the results so i think it was 10 games is five and five uh kansas city had an advantage in points scored so we went with kansas city as the winner but that was one game that was a blowout other than that it was and and the other thing to remember is that uh we were using kansas city starting lineup uh, on off offensive line uh so that certainly helped and i mean and, and you know it's it was you know, that was a major factor. Yeah. And, and you know, Tom Brady is toughness. And, yeah. you know, never going to quit. Uh, so we'll do it again. You know, we yeah. do the Stanley, uh, Stanley Cup. We pre-play. Uh, when the Masters wasn't played, uh, I guess we got five guys that uh, stepped up and did a pre-play Masters. Uh, which was interesting. Uh, yeah. It wasn't particularly close because I think McElroy won, and he he opened up with like a sixty-two or something. Mm-hmm. You know, led from you know first team to eighteenth yeah. green. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've done baseball World Series. Uh, you know, it, and it's just fun. I mean, you know, this year, you know, we got a lot of flack about how you know, uh, you know, the college semifinals. Mm. Uh, you know, we had Cincinnati winning on a Hail Mary. Hey, you know, hey. <laughs> it, it's not it's not impossible, but yeah. you know, it 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 it's dice rolls, and yeah. uh, and you know had, what? In any uh, game, in any game, could make a difference. You can go back to the Bengals, Kansas City, Kansas City not scoring that last drive before the first half. That's a difference in the entire game, and and it's one play can make a difference. And if you get that play in APA that you don't get in real, mm-hmm. everything changes. Yeah. I mean, we're not, we're, we're not saying that Cincinnati was a better team. They weren't. Uh, uh, but I've said this before, there's three, maybe three and a half elite programs in college football, Alabama, yes. Georgia, Ohio state. And it looks like Clemson's going to be able to stay up there. Uh, you know, everyone is so down on Clemson. They're ten and three. Yeah. They're finishing the top fifteen in the polls. Right. Uh, you know, in the Georgia game, it was a pick six. Was a difference. 
you know, it was a 10-3 game. Georgia's offense yeah. didn't score either. Uh, but the expectations have been so high. But, you know, like many things, those four programs are acquiring the elite talent. Uh, and Well, I hope you enjoyed that little snippet. John and I kind of got cut off uh, at the end of that, uh, but we were winding it down. John was having the uh, uh, internet worked on at the office, and uh, unbeknownst to him, they shut it down (laughs) while we were doing the podcast, and you got to have internet for the podcast. But my thanks to John again for uh, taking the time to keep us informed about what's happening at the game company. And as I said, Uh, Check out uh, in the next couple weeks uh, some new podcasts coming up with some brand new guests that we've never had on before, maybe uh, one or two that we have. So until next time, this is John Aslan saying so long. Thanks once again for listening. I'll get it right to this week in APA.